Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Court with UC Elite. I'm Coach Stacy, and today we have three of our athletes, and I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Caitlin. I am a junior, and I am a varsity setter, and I play on 17's mat. I'm Mackenzie. I'm a varsity outside freshman, and I play for 15 Oliver. I'm Dylan. I'm a varsity oppo. I'm a junior, and I play for 16 Vivian. Nice. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, in today's episode, we're actually going to talk about um, with May being Mental Health Awareness Month, and we're going to talk and use this platform to have a conversation with some of our athletes and what it's like to balance being a student athlete plus all the pressures and some of the things that they go through in the day-to-day um, in the school year, but also throughout the different seasons. So I think one of them is going to go ahead and share a little bit about what it's like being a high school student athlete. Uh, being on a competitive team means like not being able to have time for yourself or others. You will skip out on a lot of family events and hanging out with friends because you are constantly practicing and like you're always with your team. So you're not going to really have time to do your own things, have a social life, or like be committed to like any relationships you have. It's also really physically demanding because you're practicing like three to four hours a day and then you still have like a whole school day on top of that. So like taking care of your body is a really big deal and if you don't like keep up with your body, it really does reflect onto your mental health. Mm -hmm. And then Kenzie, did you have anything? I know being a freshman, like were those type of things you were expecting? Um, yeah, I was kind of expecting it because, like, well, I have a sister, Caitlin. <laughs> but, like, when you actually try to, like, experience it, it's a little it, – you're not used to it because you're going from middle school to high school, so it's a big transition. Mm-hmm. And I think the other part, too, that we didn't mention was um, with Caitlin and Dylan being juniors, there's a whole COVID aspect of it right and what kind of part it played um as you developed and went through your seasons uh at in the high school level so i think you know this episode is kind of touching base on how their experiences were some ways for us to like get help and and all that um is there anything else you guys wanted to add about the whole balance to to being a student athlete and mental health i would say like being like with on top of like taking care of your body having to balance time you have to be aware of like your limits standards and goals that you're trying to make because that's a really big deal when like coming into a team where it's very competitive very strong and you're not very used to it you have to be aware of like how much you can do how much your body can take how much your like mental state can take because it will be a lot starting off but as like time goes on you will get used to it and you will like be mentally stronger physically stronger and it just like takes a lot of time to understand like yourself so let's go ahead and i did prepare a few discussion questions to help with this episode and um, hopefully it also gives like our listeners some insight to the minds of a student athlete and maybe if you are a student athlete some some ways for you to feel like you're not alone in in some of the things that you're feeling so the first question I have for for us to discuss is 
what have you learned about mental health and wellness through your journey? Should I go first? Yeah, okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> um, um, going from eighth grade to being a freshman on varsity, I think like me and my teammates, we were trying to adjust and just know our limits because there was a lot of times during the season where we would just talk to each other and explain how like burnt out we already were. And like being a freshman, that was really hard because you still have three more years to go, but you love the sport, but you don't, like you're already exhausted, you don't know really what to do. So I feel like just knowing your limits and like trying to tell yourself, oh, you can do this, you can get through this, it'll really help, especially in the long run, like just knowing how far you want to go and where your goals are. Um, my junior year, it kind of got taken away. I didn't really play a lot because I did get injured in a summer tournament and it took up most of my season. I was injured from beginning of August, I would say, to mid-October, beginning or mid-October. And I didn't realize in the beginning how much of a toll it would take on me coming like being like I don't know I would say like I felt really sad all the time because I couldn't play the sport I was really into um I didn't like being on the sidelines too like I couldn't really like help like physically help the team when they really needed me I felt that like kind of helpless in a way because all I can say was good job or they can do it or like be verbally supportive and like it didn't really help how like it just was really unmotivating to me because I couldn't like get better like with my skill the only thing I can get better was um, my body because that was the only thing that was stopping me from like playing mm -hmm. uh, for me I never really like struggled with anxiety or really bad mental health until recently but then I like learned that like progress like isn't linear because there's going to be really, really bad days. And then like there's obviously going to be good days. But it's just important to know that it's like it's OK like to have bad days. And like I first began mental, uh, noticing my mental health was like declining because I was always anxious. Like I would have like anxiety attacks like in the morning, like right when I woke up because I would be thinking about like volleyball and like what my day would be like. And I was always like tired and moody. And I was just like low-key like miserable and I just didn't have like motivation to do anything anymore mm -hmm. yeah I think uh, the three of you guys actually have different types of like mental health stuff that you are facing on your own and you know Kenzie you talked about just like the pressure and the transition going into high school um, Caitlin the whole injury and like that type of set setback it, it placed in, in your athletic career but also your mental health and then Dylan just the whole like feeling anxious and like almost like unmotivated with some of those things right um, but what what has helped you guys like through those things I think for me it was just talking to teammates and coaches and I also like talking to my parents and figure out the problem as well because my parents actually like, they encouraged me to keep going and keep playing this sport, even though I was really tired. And um, I feel like just talking to them about how they shouldn't pressure me as much or, like, I'm trying my best. Like, we both started to work on things. 
like a lot of people have talked about how their parents just add this pressure for them to be good at the sport and I feel like if you just talk to your parents and like figure out how like both of you can work on yourselves then it will really help because then you have more people to open up to and you become more comfortable with talking about the topic. Yeah, I think I like that you were able to go to your parents. Um, sometimes it might be kind of scary, right? Especially if you feel like, oh man, like are my parents gonna feel disappointed and, and all that. And I kind of have a similar story where, you know, even as an adult, like I knew that something wasn't going wrong. I mean, sorry, something wasn't going right. And I didn't know what was wrong, but I remember reaching out to my mom and I'm like, I was trying to get ready for work and I just felt like I don't want to go to work but it was really hard for me to figure out why and I was worried at first like is she gonna think I'm like a failure for for kind of not being able to stick it out but it turns out there was things outside that was affecting my mental health and when she opened up and said hey I think you need to get like help like I felt relieved you know and just feeling that support and being able to take a step in that right direction. So I think, Kenzie, that's really valid about, you know, having that courage to, to talk to your parents. Uh, I would say, like, there was one person who really helped me. It was my physical therapist for my uh, injury. His name is Joey Salgado. We, my parents put me in uh, the physical, his physical therapy because he got, like, he hurt, he um, helps, like, professional athletes. Like, this one football player on the 49ers team, He's going through great therapy, so I decided to go to him. And from the beginning, my in my injury, my doctor said that I wouldn't be able to play like my entire junior season, like it wouldn't be possible because of my injury. But because of like Joey, he helped me a lot with gaining my confidence back and playing because that was a really big thing. It was just losing confidence and not like feeling like like it wasn't possible because I didn't I wanted to play but since my injury was really bad my doctor made it seem like it wasn't possible to play and Joey building my confidence helped me and like helping my knee in general because it was it was really bad like I couldn't walk on my own so he helped me through a lot of physical therapy a lot of hard work and what he called his motion the motion lab it was really like helpful because he made me like do stretches, strengthening, not just like focusing on my knee, but focusing like around my body because that's what strengthens like all like like a specific area. So strengthening everything will strengthen like it's like a domino effect. It like strengthens one thing, it'll strengthen another. And I think that because of him and like talking to my parents, talking to my teammates, especially you, Stacey, it helped me a lot. I've connected a lot with people and helped me through my anxiety when playing, helped me with like confidence when like trying to walk on my own and like being able to like exercise on my own. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't get like real help until after the season, but then like during the season, my teammates were like my rock. Uh, like Juliana and I, we were always together and our parents are really close, so we were, we were just always around each other. And we would relate to each other a lot and always just talk about like how we felt. And then I had like another teammate who was like my best friend, but she moved away. But like she was like also another person I counted on during that time. But then um, 
I went to therapy after season, and honestly, like, it changed my entire outlook on life. Because, um, like, one of the reasons I wasn't getting better is because I was just stuck in the mindset, and I kind of gave up on, like, getting better. But then um, now I just have a new mindset where it's, like, it's really not that big of a deal. Or, like, I shouldn't get worried about things I can't control because, like, it's just going to stress me out more. And there's, like, really no point to it. So just changing your mindset and then having people, like, you can count on really helps during season and stuff. Yeah, I think um, talking about, like, your support system is a big a big thing to try and get you through. I, I say it's, like, these lows or these setbacks, right? And being able to have the conversations with people to help you through it. I've always been told, like, you shouldn't have to go through things alone, right? That you have other people that will kind of help you through things and maybe in that moment, they're the ones that are holding you up, you know? Or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe you recognize these things that are happening to a friend or someone close to you and what what do you do in turn to, to help them through it, right? Which kind of transitions me into the next question of like, what is your biggest takeaway about mental health and support? Going to me again? <laughs> I mean, whoever wants to share. Um, I think my biggest takeaway is just like sometimes it's something I need to work on by myself. Like sometimes I need to just take a break for myself. Like during the club season, after high school ended, I just talked to my coaches, and I was like, "Hey, I I need a break. Like I can't. I don't. I'm not in the right mindset right now." and I need a break from volleyball for a couple weeks. And they were like, yeah, you need it. Like, I, they told me I needed to know where my limit was. And I think that just like for further, like going into volleyball for high school and trying to get into college, I think that'll help me more with like, just trying to further my volleyball career. Yeah, and like finding the balance yeah. with it. That, that's good. I think for myself, it's like getting out of that mental rut because the more I like think negatively, I dig myself into a bigger hole where like I find it hard to practice, play, work out. And I think that's a big thing for myself because confidence is like really big for me and having to, if I don't have confidence, I don't have motivation to like do anything. So I would... I am still trying to work on getting out of mental ruts and like even in small situations in games if we're like in a really big hole and serve receive I like try to like keep on the bright side try to like work harder to get out and when it comes to like working out or like conditioning or like even just open gyms I try to like stay positive work harder even though it's not like really um, like a big deal even though it's not like it's for fun. I still push myself to be better, even though like it's I'm tired or I'm exhausted from the day or like I just don't feel like playing. I still like push myself to make sure that I don't get back in that big hole again. Um, I had a problem with like presenting myself to be like perfect. So I wouldn't really talk about my like struggles with anyone because I had like a fear like, oh, they're going to perceive me in a different way. So like um, a big takeaway was like, actually like learning that it's not embarrassing to talk about mental health 
and opening up opening up to people about my experiences and then so that's how I was able to gain support and work through my problems yeah I really like what you said about you know feeling embarrassed at first and trying to normalize this conversation you know I feel like we hear in the news about student athletes in different levels like high school colleges where they're not sharing those type of things and sometimes the results from that isn't the best you know I I think back to I think there was a Stanford women's soccer player who you know everyone that talked about her was like yeah she's she seems like she was okay and and this and that and then they find out like um like she committed suicide and that was that was really tough to to hear and you hear about more people like just now trying to talk like okay like how are we going to get help for these people you know how do we better support our peers in in those situations and you know being a coach like i think i've always been really try to support my athletes in a sense of like you know whatever you need like i'm there because i've had um a former athlete that i didn't know things were going on and you know uh she actually did commit suicide and that was a huge thing in my heart like you know that wow like what if i saw the signs sooner you know what i mean uh just little things like that and you know even her peers, her teammates and stuff, they, they struggled with with that whole aspect. So I think us having this conversation, bringing awareness, you know, and it's not only in May, but like every day that we help uh, make this normal and being able to take care of ourselves and, and each other. You guys have anything else you want to share? Um, I think just like when you're in a team setting, I I know like a lot of people get mad at each other, like if someone's having a bad day or like you're all just not feeling it at one point. But it, um, from that story, it just goes to show that you don't always know what's going through someone's mind, and like there could be problems outside of school that or outside are, the team or outside the team that you don't know about. So if they're having a bad day, like sometimes you just kind of have to let it go because you don't know what's going on it's either that or you like ask them like hey are you okay is there anything going on and like um someone asked me that question uh Leanne she asked me that during the season and I think that really got me to open up to her because during the season we were always mad at each other because we were like 24 7 we had like school together and then practice and then we'd hang out and it was just a lot because we were always around each other yeah I think just um you know, just being able to manage this stuff, like, is a lot. But like you said, like, being able to recognize it and ask, like, I think that's that's actually being proactive about it instead of, like, ignoring it. I think sometimes we might be more comfortable ignoring things, but in bigger picture, bigger perspective, like, how is that actually helping that person, you know? So, okay. yeah. Uh, and also, like, it's not the end of the world, like, if you have one bad day. Because, like, things will get better, and, like, it just takes a lot of time to fully heal and to, ha- and to like, grow from a really bad place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. The next person. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we'll move on to the next question, which is, um, 
like how do you manage the pressure or the anxiety and burnout and then you know who are trusted adults that you have leaned on this year or anything that's helped you cope with with those things uh i would say like my first two years playing like freshman and sophomore year i didn't really talk to anyone about like my mental health or my anxiety because i felt like it wasn't like i didn't think it was normal to have that like always being nervous always being scared on the court and like i thought it was like something was wrong with me like something wasn't right and over time i learned that it's like it was normal and in, um like I don't know where I'm going with this either. I'm like trying to think. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess like dealing with my anxiety, it did get worse when, like I built my confidence during the summer, but it did get worse because I didn't play. So like I would always be nervous to play, especially like during games. I remember my freshman year, it was, oh my, my anxiety God, was, it was so bad. bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad that like, on camera you can see like my hands physically shaking when trying to set and like it got better sophomore year because I got to play more and got more comfortable with like my team and like the court and like going against kids who are like older than me because like by the time we're like in high school playing like on a varsity team you don't realize how like older these girls are until you really think about it like you're probably 14 playing against like a 17 or 18 year old Mm -hmm. and she can like she can hit you with how much yeah. Yeah. Like so much stronger, power. right? Yeah. And like having to uh like deal with it. I don't I'm still learning. I don't know how to completely like help my anxiety, help calm myself down. What I do like outside of the court, like if in school cuz I used to have a lot of anxiety in school. I would listen to music, drink more water cuz I noticed it was because I'm really dehydrated (laughs) (laughs) and just like try to calm myself down meditate and other things just to like disconnect I picked up coloring (laughs) (laughs) so like um my mom and I talked about getting another hobby to kind of even out with volleyball and it just turned out to be coloring (laughs) (laughs) it's just really calming for me and also I started like making more friends I guess after this season because I had a lot more time on my hands because it just turned into being club so to help with like my burnout and just getting out of the routine of waking up school volleyball homework sleep like I think going out with my friends and family always like being around at least one or two people it really helped because I always had someone to talk to even if I was doing really bad like, I always had my parents to lean on because they were very understanding, especially with this season. And, like, and my coaches, like, they always they always asked me at practice if I was okay. And it just got to the point they're like, you're, you're okay, right? Like, you can, you can play? And I'm like, yeah, I can. I'm fine. Uh, I used to read a lot, but then season took up a lot of time. So I literally just started playing, like, Roblox obbies. <laughs> Literally, like, I play Roblox now, and I try to play at school when I'm nervous, but the Wi-Fi is so bad, so I can't. So I have to play, like, literally Subway Surfers. Like, it's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I play Roblox obbies. Um, I listen to a lot of music now, and honestly, I just try to sleep it off. Like, it's a lot better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of like how you you all found your own way of trying to 
deal with with it, deal with the stress, the anxiety and stuff. I think being able to talk to people is a huge thing for you guys. Finding new hobbies, like Kenzie said, like <laughs> coloring. But I think the biggest thing is being able to recognize it, right? And knowing that, okay, something doesn't feel right. I need to do something to make it better, right? Um, shoot, I get it. Sometimes I just need a little break where let me play this little game and then, <laughs> or watch this episode of whatever show I'm watching and, and I'll be fine. But I know like sometimes there's also those moments where you feel like quitting and, and all that. I don't know if any of you guys have experience. Yeah, um, like during the high school season, me and my friend, we were talking for like three hours maybe about just giving up on the sport and quitting everything, finding another hobby, trying out basketball. Like we were, we were getting <laughs> into it. We were like, it, went, it really went to that point where we were looking at other options because we were, we were just over it. But throughout the season, I think it got better because we started realizing, oh, if we actually did this, like we'd miss the sport, like we'd miss the adrenaline, the the fun, the team and everything. And like realizing that like the pain is part of the process, I think, is what could really help because getting through like even though it's hard, there's aspects of it that are really fun and that are worth the weight or worth the pain and worth the workout and everything. Yeah, I think I kinda like what you said about with that whole thing. Just it's worth it, right? And yeah. I think Sometimes in those moments, we're so focused on like either hating the situation and not seeing what the bigger picture is and then actually getting to the root of, okay, why do I actually want to keep playing in a sense, right? And then um, for you, Kenzie, like how would you say that turned out? I feel like what people don't know is like you ended up finishing as a freshman, uh, first team all league, right? Yeah. Um, just a lot of like st statistically you put yourself out there as being you know an upcoming player right um, I think by the end of the season I was really proud of myself because I stuck it out to the end obviously like I got through it and um, it made me a little bit excited for next season because I was like oh I want to do better than my freshman season I want to work harder like I want to improve my stats of course but I also want to experience that, like, because sometimes working out could be fun. Like, it, it's like when we're running the track, like, if I see that I got eight minutes on the mile, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know I could do that. Like, or I want, lifting, like, yeah. PRs and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I'm like, I want that adrenaline rush. I want to, like, I want to get through that with my teammates and everything. So it's worth the wait anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know for a lot of people on teams, like really competitive teams, they have those moments where they want to quit, like after a bad practice, a bad tournament, maybe like an off workout, you would like feel that you want to quit. But it's really just like that one moment where in that mental rut that you have where it's not going good or not going as planned. So I think that like for me, I would have those moments a lot, especially like recently actually, where I would have like bad times in like a drill and I'm like, I wanna quit. But then I think about it where it's like, it's just that one time, that one moment, it's not gonna happen again. 
that I will work harder, I will improve, and just thinking positive in that, like, after I say it, because I know that I don't actually want that, I want to keep playing, and I want to, like, continue my career until, like, I actually feel like it's time to finish, so I want to, like, encourage others to, like, think of this as, like, a good experience in a way where it's, like, it may be really hard, but in the end, it'll be worth it. It'll be, like, fun and, like, entertaining for yourself. Uh, there were, like, a lot of times during the season where I wanted to quit, and I felt very alone. But, like, wait, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but, like, for team bondings, like, our entire team would just sit in a circle, and we would start crying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. We, and we would all find, like, I didn't know. Like, I thought I was alone, so knowing that my entire team – would also cry every night. Like that helped me a lot. That was a big. Yeah. Thing. That was when we when we did that yoga yoga. Yeah, that big <laughs> yoga session. Yoga <laughs> session. It was like I turned like Leanna saw my left and Shar was on the bleachers and I looked at them and they were crying as well. I was like, oh, like everyone we looked at each other. And we were like, oh, we're all going through the same thing. So it was comforting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so what made it like? What made you st- stick around? Oh, um, honestly, volleyball offered a lot of things other than, like, just, like, the athletic part. I feel like as a sport, it made me more well-rounded because now I can, like, manage my time. I made a lot of friends through the sport, and, like, I knew a lot of people outside of volleyball now because I, like, play. Um, I feel like it made me more, like, mentally, it made me mentally stronger and all around. Like, I feel like now my reflexes are faster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think just, you know, as an athlete, we have to understand that it's all a part of the process and there's healthy ways to to get through the mental aspects of the game, right? Um, and just being able to kind of stick it out through with your teammates, right, your team, um, I think that's, like, pretty rewarding in a sense and being – being able to look back and, and be like, wow, like we survived. Now let's let's go after it again and let's see how how far we could push each other to bring out the best in the team and be able to compete, right? I think I, I have the luxury of being your guys' Logan coach um, and being a part of the staff and getting ready of like what we want to set out there for us. But if as a coach, if I didn't think that I had the confidence in the team, like I wouldn't be pushing the way that we do, you know, and I think that's something across all coaches, especially if they want what's best for their team and their their players' development, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess as we s- start to wrap up, like, what's what's some advice you would give to others who may feel the same way you guys did in in your student athlete career? Mm, I think going like. If you're trying out for the team, I remember I was, like, really nervous. I was like, oh, I, I don't know if I belong here, like, because it was a little awkward knowing I was with a bunch of older kids. Just be confident and uh, just do your own thing, honestly. Like, play your own game. Do, uh, do what's best for you. And throughout the season, know your limits. Just be able to say, oh, I need a break or um, go to someone for advice, you know. Um, always communication is key with like your parents, your teammates, friends, and coaches. 
So think of it as like a really like well-rounded community. Trust your coaches, trust your teammates, because communicating with them will help them. Uh, will help them understand like what's going on with you. Help yourself. What's going on? Because I would say speaking out loud and like trying to understand like what you what your mind is saying, what you're feeling is really important to like knowing your limits, like Kenzie said and like knowing where you're at and I would say having at least like one person you really trust with like whatever you say where you know like they will give like advice whether that's like a friend or your coach like I would trust Stace a lot with whatever I say especially when it came to the beginning of the season yep yep yep. (laughs) (laughs) a little talk like a little talk session even if it's just five minutes it's really worth it and will help you like stay relaxed and like lenient with yourself Uh, I think with finding other things that also make you happy because if you're doing like a sport and you're just practicing like four hours a day and then you're just in the same routine every day you kind of get like bored and it gets really repetitive so finding other things to do is really helpful like and what they said too about talking to people yeah yeah Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is a, a right step in the direction of having the conversation about mental health awareness. And, you know, for, for our, li- our listeners out there, like if you ever feel like you are alone and stuff like that, you know, start reaching out and seeing how others can help you. Or if you notice that someone is maybe not their normal self and th- there might be something going on, like reach out to them as well. Uh, we do have a few resources that are available to, and able to access if you ever feel like you need help. Um, a couple websites that we know um, is Lifeline. It's uh, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. We also have imlistening.org um, to write love on her arms, and that's going to be twloha.com. Uh, you could also text teen to eight nine sorry eight three nine eight six three for support and that's more like a team to team thing but definitely reaching out at your schools to a teacher a counselor maybe your coach they could definitely get you in the right direction so uh, Caitlin Kenzie Dylan thank you for being on the show and sharing your experience as well and just your perspective on mental health and I know this is probably not going to be the, f- the only episode we do. And, you know, for our listeners out there that want to find out more or want to be involved, like, feel free to reach out to us. So thanks again t- for being on the show. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so that wraps up our episode. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We also have our Instagram. And for more content, make sure you check those out. Thanks for listening. Okay, guys, you should um, add me on Roblox at Dill the Freaking God. <laughs> and also follow my Instagram at Dill Gutierrez. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, Kayla and I got like matching. We have matching, kind of matching. usernames. <laughs> but mine is McKen Zandy. It's my first and last name mixed. And Spell it out. Oh, M C K E N Z A N D E. Mine is K A I T A N D E. Katandy. Well, thanks again for being on this episode. And I guess if you want to follow them, go ahead and do that too. Especially Dylan's Roblox account. (laughs) She needs someone to play with.
All right. Thanks again. Peace and love, guys. Bye. <laughs>